Warning, the Underground Marketing Show contains adult language, adult content, and a policy against expensive and ineffective advertising. Listener discretion is advised. Now, here he is, author of Crazy Cheap Marketing, and the only gutsy expert who says, stop advertising and get busy marketing, or get busy dying, Andy Curry. It is Thursday. Welcome to the next episode of the Underground Marketing Show. I want to talk to you about how my insecurities taught me to double my business. You see, when I was a kid, I was bullied a lot by a couple boys, but mostly by one man named Tom, who incidentally is my sweetheart's ex-husband. Isn't that weird? But whenever I'd see him, my heart would race, and I'd look for a way to hide to make sure he didn't see me. Once I was flying a kite just outside our family's backyard on a vacant lot during a warm spring day. The wind was perfect. It wasn't gusty or light, and it was a constant strong breeze, the kind of breeze that would keep a kite up in the air for hours and hours. The string tethered to the kite was totally unwound. Totally. I could barely see the kite. I was loving it. I was having a ball. Then it occurred to me that the bully would be walking my direction that day because it was now sometime after school. But I was having so much fun with my kite, I made the decision to keep flying it, hoping he wouldn't come my way. I kept looking to my left at the street to see if he was coming. To my left and up a ways was a big hill by the school where I was going to. And I could see that pretty well, even though it was pretty far away. And I started to get nervous. Suddenly, flying my kite wasn't so fun. And a little bit later in the distance, I saw two figures appearing to walk my direction from the street. I kept my eye on them while I flew my kite. The closer they got, the more I began to think it was him. And it turns out, it was crap. Well, maybe he won't see me, but he might see my kite. As he got closer, I saw him look up. He saw my kite. I saw him pointing at it and following that tethered string to see who was flying it. And he followed right over to me, right where I was. I was freaking out. I was terrified. I mean, I was shaking. He took the string out of my hand, handed it to his brother, who was with him, and he pushed me down to the ground into a thorn patch. Now, I don't know if you've ever been in a thorn patch, but the thorns in Colorado, especially in southeastern Colorado, were very painful when they pierce your skin. And it seems even worse when you pull them out. I often wonder if there's some kind of a stinging chemical that is in those thorns. Anyway, the bully laughed. I remember him laughing. And his brother said, come on, Tom, leave him alone. But he kept doing it. I finally got up. And then he said that he heard I was talking bad about him. And that's why he had to push me down. And I said, I didn't talk bad about you. And he said, well, I'll tell you what. 
you cross your heart and say, I cross my heart and hope to die. That way I'll believe you and leave you alone. Well, as you can imagine, they did it immediately. But he said, you're not doing it right. So he jammed his finger into my chest and said, crush your heart right there. And I did exactly what he said. That's still not right. Do it right there, he shouted. And no matter where, no matter how I did it, it just was never right. He pushed me around some more, and finally, he eventually left. And that's how it went for me, for a long time with him. Now, some kids will fight back in these kind of situations. I was scared because he was three years older than me and a lot bigger. And I felt helpless. All of that carried into my later years of life. It created a severe lack of confidence in myself. Now, I don't tell you this to get your sympathy or to go, oh, poor boy. But remember, it's said that adversity carries with it the equal or greater seed of opportunity. And it turns out that was true in this case. You see, because I lack confidence, I went overboard to learn how to do things so I wouldn't look foolish in front of people. Let me repeat that. Because I lacked confidence, I went overboard to learn how to do things so I wouldn't look like a fool in front of people. I became a learning machine. So when I started managing our family's business, even though my confidence level was shaky, I put the work into it to do my best, obviously. But when I took over from the manager before me, I was like, I was advertising like he was. I did the typical newspaper ads with some radio and sometimes direct mail. My sales results weren't a whole lot better than his, maybe worse. So I had to get creative to bring in more business. I, I had to prove myself. I didn't want to look foolish. And then our local economy took a major nosedive because one of our town's major employers shut their doors after being there almost 30 years. So in our town of 8,500 people, that employer had been injecting approximately $2 million into the local economy every month between paying employees, taxes, and buying from other businesses. So when they closed, it's like the faucet just shut off. Click! Some businesses folded immediately. Others were clinging to life. Our sales plummeted. I had to get busy looking for ways to get our sales back up. So luckily, I'd been bullied as a kid, which turned me into a learning machine. That's kind of crazy to say, isn't it? Luckily, I was bullied as a kid. So I went to marketing seminars for ideas. I bought courses. I read books. Some of it seemed to help, but not all that much. And I began looking for people who themselves were doing what I was doing, coming up with no-cost or low-cost ways to bring in business. Because I found when I'd done that, we made more money doing that than we did with advertising. And I thought, huh. So that was my plan, to look for people who were doing that. And it took a long time to find people who were doing it. And over time, I amassed a rather large toolkit of tactics that I still use today 
with my family business and clients. And as soon as I learned a tactic from someone, I implemented it. Our sales were coming back while other businesses in town were still clinging to life or even closing. I had area business owners asking me, how did you do this? And you know, for me, that was the icing on the cake because they didn't know I was secretly low in confidence from my past. As good as it felt to have fellow business owners look up to me, I discovered something that meant even more. My self-respect. I got it in droves that day. Come learn more about what you can do for yourself. Go to undergroundmarketingsystem.com and stop advertising and get busy marketing or get busy dying.